Hello, everyone, and welcome to Griplock Foundation Disc Golf's weekly podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor, and this week we got Sneaky Silas Sneaky in the studio. Whoa, Sneaky I'm Silas, here. I like that. That's gonna be his new nickname. Connor is out of town visiting family for Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, by the way, uh, day early. Um, but yeah, so Silas is gonna be here, bring some electricity to the show when needed. Uh, shock us back to life whenever we need that. Um, but before we get into today's episode, take a moment to thank our sponsors. And this holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? No, but you could. Uh, not to mention it includes their lawnmower 4.0. So gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off of free shipping using the code GRIPLOCKED by going over to manscaped.com. It's time to give thanks to the Manscaped performance package 4.0. Or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. I've never said that. Inside, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. You can just think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, and it also gives you the ability to turn on the 400 Kelvin, I'm assuming, 4,000 Kelvin oh, LED, shoot. yeah, sorry, not 400, 4,000 Kelvin LED spotlight on or off when needed for a more precise shave, plus it's waterproof. Gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to become the family favorite. Manscaped has been busy and just launched their refined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. Both feature the Manscaped signature scent and will help unlock your confidence this year. Your boys and body will be oh so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Yeah, I've been using that for I keep forgetting a to take little over home. a week now, and I love it. And like, like we had mentioned before, now I have tested it. It does just smell like their cologne. That's so a you got very, the, that's a strategy, right? Yeah. There. So you, you're one. What is it? Homogenous. Like one yes, similar scent. I think scent. that was a word. Homogenous. I think so. Okay. Uh, now they Silas, do can have. Can we get a word check there? Homogenous. Is it's that a word? Homogenous. Can you use it in the sentence? I would just me? say unified. Uh, unified. Don't even look it up. That's way better. But unified was, scent. Okay. Uh, Never. It's gonna be a good word. Okay. I'll Google it. Like if this was Scrabble right now, you know, we would want homogenous. We don't have the letters to make unified. Uh, homogeneous what these are scientific terms definition of meaning of or relating to homogeny okay we got to find homogeny a condition of having one kind of flower with the an <laughs> andro i swear <laughs> i thought so it was wrong. A, i thought it was a word it's got to be maybe people just like use it slang and it's actually like scientific but yeah like, homogeneous is definitely a slang word i mean maybe the, I'm the, using the root word way. homo means same so like there there's there's got to be something Homogene there, right? Homogeneous. Maybe homogeneous is what I'm thinking of. I don't... I doubt it's pronounced like that. But no, I, let's stick with hom homogenous. Let's just stick with that. Okay, this is... There's got to be a homoge homogeneous. There, I've never heard anybody say that. Homogi homogeneous. Okay. <laughs> homogenous, but with an E. Uh, <laughs> it's an, out, it's an outdated <laughs> biological term that refers to organs or body tissues with genetic similarities. So your body wash and <laughs> your body wash and spray will, with an e. will have biological similarities. Um, so there you go, science lesson for the day. But this weekend, so from the November twenty second, actually a few days ago, all the way through the 29th, so Black Friday and Cyber Monday, they're running site wide twenty five percent off sale. So you can check that out at manscaped.com or 
If you want to just support the show and support the people who support the show, you can still get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED over at manscaped.com. I don't believe that stacks on top of each other, so you can get an extra 5% off just because it's Black Friday. Uh, so you're definitely going to want to check that out. But again, head over to manscaped.com. And if you want to support the show, use code GRIPLOCKED and be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. All right. Off-season movement week four. Off-season is heating up. It is heating up. And I dare say it's soon going to come to a boil. Oh, I'm just hearing a lot of stuff. Uh, you say. actually predicted this one. Yes, thank you. I'll, give Last me, I'll take my flowers for this one. The, Although I did say it's a dynamic, didn't I? You you, you did say, but, but that's like a half point because I, so dynamic and latitude actually own West Side. I never realized that. Interesting. Why? Uh, apparently, dynamic and latitude. I found I was randomly reading an article. Don't quote me on this because I don't remember where I read it. But if years ago, where's West Side based ago, out of? Uh, Sweden, maybe no latitude, Sweden. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a, just like another Nova Scotia. It's just another, yeah, like, somewhere spot. over there. But basically, interesting. What it, what I read was that latitude and dynamic were already working well, together. It's west Side, so it's probably and they more went west. in to buy. They went in together to buy West Side. Okay. I mean, they're all part of trilogy. Yes. But I'm saying, like, dynamic. I think technically owns West. So okay, I get like a, a three quarters of a point then. Yeah. If not a full one. Anyways, Mattio decide has left Prodigy and is headed to West Side Disc on a two year deal. Now, what made this even more interesting than just Mattio leaving to West Side? For some reason, Mattio at West Side just feels like it fits. It is. He's of like, oh my gosh, that is a segment. We've got to do that where we go through each player and just like what. What manufacturer fits them? fits them the most yeah for some reason Mattio, i just like that is great idea when he when he announced like when it was announced he was going to west Side, i was like that just fits Mattio is not a prodigy guy for me like he is either a dga guy or a west side guy i'm gonna go or maybe it. even like an old school end of a guy the one that i've always thought is i think chris dickerson's a, a dd guy i've always thought that west side he just yeah. is in finland yeah. finish there we go okay Yes, and I Google, think is Google Finland is Finland west of Sweden. I think it is. Think now here's so. the question. Here's an all. So. Here's Give me an the map, question. Silas. Give me the map. I want to know for sure. Here's a map. Here's a map. Here's an all-time question. What is, is Paul a discraft guy? You know what? Okay, but it's it's weird because discraft. No, just straight feel. Discraft's image is different these days because like wherever Paul goes, he kind of like transforms the image of that company. So that's where fin- it's tricky. Finland is east. Of Sweden, mm. that is a tricky one. <laughs> but I guess they didn't. Buy, they didn't know. start the name though. So no, no, the name sense. is already um, West Side. So because like, you know, that is such a that is such a difficult. Because like, yeah, the way that Discraft is run these days, like the, their whole like identity and logos and everything, like yeah, I would say he fits with that company. Like I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's somewhere that like he overwhelmingly fit like would fit better. Yeah. Like, it's just only reason I ask that is like in my gut, I still sometimes like see Paul throw a buzz. And I'm like, that's so weird. That should be a rock. Yeah, I don't every know. once in a while, it just happens. I'm just like, I walk like has I have this like crisis these days. Though. Every once in a while, I just have this moment. I'm like, why the frick's Paul throwing a force? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. Anyways, Matteo moves to his his. He came home to West Side. <laughs> he came home. <laughs> he went to where he belonged. That's so funny. Uh, now the thing that made this really interesting is that it was leaked by Prodigy on their Instagram. Just doing the dirty work for you. So they made a post. Prodigy made a post like saying, "Thanks, Matteo. Blah blah blah. We wish you the best of luck at your new th- thing at West Side." It's tough to tell if that's like a, a spite play, like, "Oh, how about this West Side? We're about to leak this for you because we can," or if it was like a. 
actually trying to have good faith with Westside, being like, you know, shout out to Westside, like, have a good time over there. And they just like, whoops. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tough to say. I'm just going to go with the spite play because I always love that. Yeah, because like, really fun. So what I, I saw the post like 10 minutes after it had been posted. And I just went over on, and tweeted because I've been tweeting like all the offseason movement. So I just went over and tweeted, yeah. Matty O's left pre- prodigy and is headed to Westside. And then people were responding to my tweet like I was the one who just leaked where he was going. Yeah, well, when I first not getting saw, upset, they were just like, "Oh my word!" When I first saw the post from that Westside then made saying like we had bigger plans for this, but it was leaked. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Hunter has done it! Like he is the king." Oh, you thought like they were getting I, upset at yeah, me? Yeah, I thought that. What well, I thought that you had done it, and so I went straight to the comments and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Hunter did it!" And then I realized that they were talking about. Uh, prodigy is like oh man yeah because that's what so once i made that post and said we had more planned for this announcement but welcome to the team because the second you get if you get one of them to acknowledge you that's that's big time right there (laughs) well i don't know how much more if there will be any more i can leak yet this offseason yet no yeah i don't yeah i don't think i there's still there's still a lot of there's a lot of movement that's gonna happen but like allegedly i gotta be strategic you know you have to be strategic um you got to wait till you get it from the right source. And I got to make sure I get it from the right source and I, something I feel comfortable leaking. Yeah. Because there's some things that are just bigger than me. You know what I mean? <laughs> not not Silas, though. If you give something to Silas, he doesn't oh, no, care Silas what it is. Leak there's it. nothing bigger than Silas. He will, he's six foot eight. He will leak that thing. No problem. Hey, all I'm saying is, didn't Eric Oakley go to Infinite? Yeah. Infinite. Yeah. Infinitos. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they infinite. went. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I called it on Twitter. Like a day before they announced that. I we all it. called it. I leaked it yeah. like two days before you called that. Really? Yeah. Dang it, man. Because I no, remember. Silas, dude, he's backwards, man. You you were on it, I'm sure. Because, no, because this is. I'm, I'm going to the timeline. Oh, man. Okay. Wasn't yeah. that big? Yeah, let's get a timeline. No. Can we establish, Silas, a, timeline? We establish a timeline? We need to establish a yeah. timeline of the Eric Ogley leak. That was the most obvious thing ever. It was. It was very obvious. But hey, I had sources. Okay. 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 We're almost there. This guy tweets a lot. Oh, I do. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On November 13th, I said sources have confirmed Eric Oakley is finalizing a deal with Infinite Disc and was recently seen playing in Utah on a Team Infinite shirt. November now, 13th. You said finalizing November 13th. So Silas, the next day before you confirmed it, or said he already signed the deal, then he is jumping you. You do know that. Silas five days ago said, I mean, was I right or was I right? Quote tweeting the Infinite Disc that post. That's funny. Six days ago, which was the 18th, five days after oh. me. Said, and he just said, sources okay. have told me Eric Oakley will be going to Infinite. Man. That was five days after. Was Silas. I your sources? My Twitter? I didn't see that. <laughs> was my Twitter your sources? Oh. Who hey, were your sources? Oh, game I up, man. my sources. Oh. Oh, shoot. Got secret so- this guy's got a guy. I got the inside scoop. Uh, the, well, it's probably someone sent you a picture of my tweet. That's Come just on, messed man. up, man. Come on. <laughs> no. No, I thought it was. Got, I thought you. Were, I thought you were doing it as a joke because it was five days after mine. And I was like, I was like, that's hilarious. Silas, I'm yeah, telling you right now. Just let joke. me know if you want to get a shtick going, and we could make something happen where Hunter tweets something, and then you always just steal it immediately <laughs> after, and I quote tweet yours, oh, and I get everybody weird. to quote tweet yours, and then, that's what yes. I thought was going on. I thought like I thought it was an intentional like I thought that was an intentional thing of like. I tweeted it five days before, and then you tweeted like sources have told me. And he's everybody blows up Silas's tweet, and yours just <laughs> yours just gets buried. Y'all can make oh, me leave man. Twitter, man. <laughs> I almost Bully left him. once because of uh, I was beating Trevor and the followers, and he just changed his name to Brody Tracker and 
didn't just like change my name. I didn't just change my name. I also tracked Brody through the pouring down rain while I was playing like garbage. That takes a lot of guts. <laughs> Poor soul. I was I was I was getting crushed out there. Anyways, the other offseason movement that's not movement is Greg Barsby stayed with Enova for three years. I also had to worry about not getting strangled by Nico. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Greg Barsby stayed with Enova for three years. Shock. Le- that was the least surprising move. No, you know where, where Greg Barsby? Millennium. Th- millennium, yeah. That That's would- what people said. They're like, the only way I could have seen Greg Barsby move is if he went like full millennium. But like, It wouldn't shock Enova. me if he falls off. Like He's still playing pretty decently. Like He's okay. But like if he fell off to where Enova was like, I don't know about this, Greg. Although he did win a world title, and that kind of gives you like unlimited longevity. Yeah, he's never leaving it. Let's get Aaron, uh, Avery Jenkins. No, here's back a on question. Here's a Avery question. Jenkins back. Let's say Greg Barsby. He's a perfect player for this situation. Perfect. Because he's still playing. He has a world championship with Innova, but it was three years ago. He leaves Innova and goes to Dynamic Discs or Discraft or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Does do they make him a signature disc for being a world champion? Immediately after winning his title. No, 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 no. No, right now. Right now. Three years later. Uh, yeah, yes, because he has signature disc with Innova, so he only would have left if part of the deal was a signature disc. That's what, that, that, well, that's what I was saying. And it's company, like, I wonder if that's why a he company would never leave. only knew, probably knew they would only be able to pay him with the royalties off of a signature disc like that. Yeah, that's just what I was saying. I wonder if that's like a reason that he might not leave is like, if I'm dynamic and I get Greg Barsby now, would it make sense for me to put his name on the felon i mean he's past his prime that's what i'm saying yeah same thing could be said for an avery jenkins if avery jenkins came back and went well, to that was a, just a joke i know but like I like avery jenkins I, I love avery jenkins he's with discmania but he's like their team manager he's not yeah. playing but like let's say that as a player he came back and he went to prodigy because like Heck, his name's yeah. still on nothing no, no it's on nothing because he left innova yes so i guess we don't we wouldn't know but like his name was on the t-bird yes when, when he left innova yes so like if he would have went like nowadays come back and go to prodigy does he get his name back on something as a world champion no well okay something to think about like yeah it's a tough one because like what what would he be doing back on like that's what i'm just saying is like if you win a world championship brain hurt. if you win a world championship, how long did, what is the statute of limitations for a world title that's what, that's, i guess what, what i'm asking. saying is like if you win a world champion like greg barsby with innova he will have his name on an innova disc basically forever it's, it's it's well it's like it's one of those things i think if like you win a world title at age like 20 like in your young 20s then like and you're still competitive for the next decade but you're just not winning worlds then like that you're gonna keep that world champion well, thing look at climo forever well climo okay but his name like became synonymous with those discs he has his own plastic no, but his name's on, on the champ like T-bird the Firebird and the Firebird. Stuff. Well, yeah, Firebird. okay, I, I have a feeling they do that because they're just trying to show love to Climo, and so they're just trying to keep him paid. So you you don't think that? I think that's like Barry more like Schultz. A, another example, he's still on the Beast. That's another situation. Like those two guys are legends at Innova. I think they're like, hey, we're going to keep our guys paid. So do you think five years from now, Greg Barsley's name's on any discs? Five years from now, because I do. Uh, and le- okay. There's this this begs another question because I don't think I don't think it affects the profit margins too heavily. Like Innova's not really concerned no, about they're that. Giving, they're so giving players I think very little if if another if they sign a superstar who wants his name on the Roadrunner five years from now, Barsby's gone. Well, does he just move to a different disc? No, because that's what happened with Avery and the Destroyer. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You think they just unless he? I mean, if he's still if he's still touring competitively, 
like, but I don't think he is five years from now. So that's so no. Do you think five years from now, if if no one ever wants the Roadrunner, he's on the Roadrunner forever? But if someone wants if the Roadrunner, they kick him off. Well, yeah, I, that's I I'm assuming. I don't know if there's much precedent for this. No, I'm just speculating, I'm just, but you're grilling me right well, now. Well, I'm just curious. Like, I just never thought that. Yeah, no, I, of like, I do think. I think if Barsby left Innova right now and went to a different company, I don't think they'd give him a signature disc. No, yeah, I, I don't think that would make like, sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, it, he Innova, has brand loyalty with ever... Innova, but I do think there's a line, I guess is what I'm saying. So, like, if Barsby, like, five years from now, Barsby has fallen off to where, like, he's not really, like, he's certainly not the reason that disc is moving, and they have another guy who really wants to have their name on that disc because they, like, throw rollers with it, and it's, like, their signature thing. I think they're going to they're gonna bump them, and I don't know if they're going to be like, yeah, we'll get you on another disc. I don't know if they're going to do that. That'd be interesting. We'll have to see if we ever see I don't know if Innova strikes me. Don't know. I think Innova would move him to another disc. Maybe. Maybe that maybe an, he's on the Eagle, isn't he? Or is he not on the Eagle? No, Kaimo's still on the Eagle Eagle. Oh yeah. Interesting. So you can't have that one. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's darn sure. Uh the other thing that happened, you know, last week we talked about the ESPN broadcast, how good the coverage was and all of that. And Kayla's we also talked about how nobody watched it. Well, say, we also mentioned it got an awful time slot, but and so we didn't know what the reach was going to look like. Well, now we know what the reach looked like. It turns out it was even worse than we we thought. I don't even, I don't know. We didn't throw out numbers, but I don't even know what I expected. I guess if you would have asked me last week how many people watched it, I probably would have said like a hundred thousand. Yeah, I would have guessed a hundred some. But uh, the ratings came out and only fifty nine thousand viewers. That's it, awful it ranked for the time slot and all that um the it, list i saw it ranked 138 out of 150 hey but not last though not last here's the thing like it's such the a, ones that were below uh, below disc golf all had more views but the rating was worse so i don't know what all factors into weird, that rating but. weird move for espn i don't really know and this may listen if you're if the espn what i suspect potentially is maybe ESPN like giving us this time slot for this? Like they've already had events on ESPN, like so, and like I think this was like part of a a deal that's already been signed, right? Like this this is sure. part. I I think it is. I think they've already kind of signed a deal. So like I wonder if they've already seen enough and either said, yeah, this just isn't going to be it. So let's just throw it on Sunday during football. Who cares? Like we don't really care. Or if they already decided, yeah, I think we are going to resign with this. So yeah, we'll just we don't really have a good time slot, but. It doesn't really matter how it does. Like, it's, well, it could did, be they, one of those. It, in Ulti World, they said like it was like a scheduling, not conflict, but like they it, they gave it the best time slot they could yeah. essentially for that week. I mean, and I'm like that Tuesday just can't be at 10:30 p.m. would have been a better time. Yeah, slot. that's what I was thinking. I was like, it, it didn't have anything to do any weekday because I think they were saying like with basketball starting up and all of this, like there's so much other stuff they're covering on yeah, top. But, but football like, trumps all. Put it at Tuesday at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. There are a lot of people that are, are like, going to skip out something. on college basketball or even college football to miss to watch the disc golf thing if you're a disc golf fan at least. But NFL Sunday, like you're not beating that. Well, the uh, even for disc golf fans, they're not gonna they're not gonna the pro miss tour, the Steelers game. The pro tour marketing guy was like, yeah, you know, for non disc golfers, they put it. It was in a time where there's a lot of NFL games going on, and for disc golfers, you know, that's a time where all of us are playing disc golf. I guess your only hope. And I'm like, I just I always hate that excuse. Yeah, you're of, like people aren't watching coverage or watching whatever because well, we got it. We're playing. We're playing disc golf. Yeah, it's not true. I'm like that. Just doesn't make that's sense. Just that's just I, a weird. Like I've never heard that in any other sport or any other anything. Of like, if you want to watch the coverage, 
you're either just not going to play that weekend or you're going to fit your weekend around watching that coverage. The only thing like, just doesn't make sense they could have gotten with that time slot is like people browsing through the channel guide because they're looking for the football games and and seeing yeah. it and like stumbling upon well, it. That's what I like last year when it happened, I was thinking like random, like it happened at a time where there's nothing else really on TV. So a random sports fan who just is like sitting at home bored, turned on the TV, there wasn't competition. Yeah. There was some competition, but nothing like if you're a random sports fan and you turn on the TV on that Sunday and you just were bored looking for something, you're just going to yeah. turn on a football game. Disc golf? Like you weren't going to pick disc golf over football. I think I'm in the boat, and this may sound pessimistic, but I don't really think it is. I think it's just early. I think I'm in the boat of like disc golf on ESPN right now is not really um, not really. It's got to be in the summer. I guess it doesn't really cost us much, so like it's not like it's like damaging the sport, but it's not really doing much. I think if disc golf really wants to get good exposure, what it needs more than anything is a really, really well done Netflix documentary. Yeah, that gets that goes like blows up a little bit. That gets viral. I don't think that going on ESPN and just hoping to kind of get people skimming through the channels. It's because like it's not like for the sport of disc golf within disc golf. That's not really it's not necessary because like we we are doing fine with just using the disc golf network as our live platform because so like the ESPN thing, the only thing you're hoping to do with that is basically catch outside viewers. And I don't really think it's doing that at all. No, 59,000 viewers. Like, yeah, there's no reason to believe. I just don't I don't think it's happening. So there's no reason to believe that that's even like 5% of that's outside. I, I don't have a problem if, and it, and like obviously none of these are live broadcasts either. Like it'd be one thing if it was like there's literally going to be a live broadcast of Worlds on ESPN. That's one thing. But the post-produced like things they're doing are really cool, but I don't think they're really getting anybody outside of disc golf. I, I, I think that disc golf needs like a documentary on Netflix. Like something that's like, you don't have to watch it at a certain time. It's there. It, we can let it, we can really pump it and like gain some traction with it like push it hard and that like if we get it trending on netflix like that'll get people from outside the sport yeah. watching disc golf well also like i think if the espn route like if that's a route Easier that they done, they course. want to push in like they want to like double down this espn post-production thing of like a storyline from whatever i just think the time of year is awful to do it right now yeah, because you have football, NBA basketball, college football, college basketball. Mm -hmm. If you do it in July or August, you have baseball. Yeah, no. The, like, uh, what else do you have? It you got the summer, the summer kind of slump there where yeah, that's and where I think disc golf ended. can live, like on ESPN slash national media. Yeah, I don't necessarily like you said. I don't necessarily think what we saw this past weekend. I think that's something that the Disc Golf Pro Tour should be doing every year for the Disc Golf Network, for YouTube, for whatever, because like that quality production can have a lot of reach, and that's a you know maybe something like that could make it onto Netflix or whatever, yeah. sure. But that on ESPN, like unless we get the perfect time slot, this time of year from now till the end of the year, you're gonna have a really hard time finding a weekend or finding yeah. a time where there's not something that's going to be pulling viewers from. Right. Where I think ESPN and stuff will play a role in the future has nothing to do with what we attempt as the Pro Tour or media or anything like that. It's just as disc golf gets bigger, filling that time slot on Sports Center and stuff like that. Yeah. Where yeah, there's off season stuff going on with the NBA and the NFL and blah blah blah. But then they can talk about on Sports Center. They've done it like when Paul had his 18 under and stuff like that. Yeah. They had time to dedicate a full segment to that, 
because it's it's in that slump where there's yeah. not a lot of major sports and then, happening. And there's just a ways to go before we get there, I think. I think it's like it's But I think that's where it will play in. Yeah. I don't think the way we saw it is how it plays in. Yeah, no. I mean, we don't want to we don't want to jump the gun on our expectations. Like if disc golf isn't on ESPN for the next couple of years, let's just say because they just kind of drop well, it's going it. to be back next year they said in the ultra world article yeah but like if i'm saying if it were to just drop off the network i don't think that's like a, a failure on disc golf's part i think it's just like it's just very early yeah and like early. i said i think that the we pro- haven't even built up a huge following on our own live network yet yeah the <laughs> so. production that we saw go out they did say it will go out to the disc golf network um after the exclusivity thing with ESPN runs. i was just about um, to ask about that but i personally i think that type of production should happen every year. I think it can go on the Disc Golf Network. It can go on YouTube. It can go wherever. Yeah, that's it, the type it, of thing I would have liked to see on ESPN's YouTube. That would have been cool. Yeah, like that. But that's that's what I'm thinking in my head is like that is going to if they released that documentary thing that they did on the this year's season plus the end and put it on YouTube on their YouTube, the Pro Tour's YouTube. It's probably reaching more than fifty nine thousand viewers. Oh, easily, yes. So like. We got to think through that some. Even if we look at last year's number, it was like 215 some or 250,000. Mm-hmm. There's a solid chance over the next year, year and a half that on the Pro Tours YouTube, this year's thing reaches more than 250,000 yeah. people. Yeah. So like we have to be strategic of our reach and not just take national coverage reach just because it's through ESPN. Yeah. Like, is that really what's best in this case? I don't know. I think getting our foot in the door with ESPN is the best, is a smart move just because like I said, they might be able to be like, hey, you know, this disc golf thing, like our audience hasn't hated it. Let's let's just try filling it in a little bit on Sports Center this summer. Let's yeah. try blah whatever. And let's just try, you know, covering it a little bit on our Twitter and our Instagram some and just see just see how our audience reacts. Yeah. That I think is much bigger for our sport than because then you get people drawn into Sports Center where they're watching about every other sport and then disc golf's in there. And the same thing on their uh, Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that. It's just every other sport, and then disc golf's in there. That's going to reach way more people than someone has to sit down and actually watch a full thing about disc golf, unless, like you said, it's on Netflix or something, because like that Formula Formula yeah. One is probably as big as it's ever been well, in the U.S. and stuff, Yeah, and that's because the Netflix documentary. And unfortunately, like, getting, as far as, like, social media is concerned, it's pretty dire, because let me... On, I believe it was either the Sports Center or ESPN Instagram account this year. I believe it was until game three of the World Series of Baseball until there was a single post related to. But they're the World. posting what gets engagement. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If if the World Series of Baseball is not getting enough likes for them to be worth posting, this is why every not single- necessarily likes. Enough engagement, whatever. I just think I'm just like, saying, like, disc, disc where golf. is disc golf on that? I'm not talking. Every once in a while, every once in a while, yes, because people are like, "What is this?" But yeah. if it, it's not going to be any kind of consistent, I will say thing. this: I think that disc golf. If you post, yeah, there's a reason from they disc post golf, LeBron every single time. Yeah, it gets LeBron, the most Lamelo Ball. Yeah, sure. Like it, it's very simple. Clicks. And if you look through their engagement, like on their timeline, like even that, like I when they posted that baseball thing. Everybody in the comments was like, oh my gosh, it took you this long, like finally, finally. But if you look at the likes, it had way less likes. Well, what than I'm saying else. is, like, it's if crazy. you post a clip of baseball, it just never looks that impressive unless it's like a diving catch and stuff like that. It's very hard to do. We actually talked about it as possibly one of the hardest sports in the world. Well, this, to was play. Like, this was just like a graphic of the final score. But that's what I'm saying is, like, baseball, like, there's not. I think if you posted, like, 
a disc golf video and a baseball video on ESPN, I'd be interested to see which one got more engagement. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, that's something. If if you if did, you're opposed, if they were both regulars, if on they ESPN, were both regulars. Baseball. I'm just wondering because, like, because I, I in my head, and it might just be because I like disc golf. Uh, like watching a disc fly will have a longer viewership. Like it'll stop someone's scroll, probably just as good as baseball, and have a longer the, engagement of like time watched, which then helps the algorithm well, the, push it farther. The bias though comes from the we're still assuming that disc golf has the allure of oh what is that? Because if if let's if if a person knows, I'm just saying the, the straight disc. Flight. If you take a hundred people and both of them know baseball and know disc golf and and aren't there's none of that bias in there. Like there's objectively more people that follow baseball by a, a ton. So like they're go- that's going to stop their scroll more than disc golf if you take away the bias of oh what is this disc golf? But there's always going to be that bias until we're yes no unless I'm, we're I'm ever that, a major I agree sport. I agree I'm just saying like if if it got to that point but I do agree like occasional posting like disc but golf. But that's another thing that's like the next step ones. on Sports Center and stuff like that is like occasional posting talking about it on Sports Center. I think that's the next step that like disc golf should be hopeful for looking for from ESPN versus yeah. what we're doing. It's cool you know it's great whatever. But we do have to, at some point, look, take a step back and just be like, if we did this exact same thing, but we put it here, would it do more for the sport? Would it do more monetarily for the Pro Tour? Blah, blah, blah. Then yeah. just trying to be on ESPN to be on ESPN. Because 59,000 viewers, I mean, I I think you'd have to scroll so far back in Jomez and coverage and stuff like that oh. to find one that has less than 59,000 views. Yeah. yeah I mean, I... I I'm not even going to try to scroll back. I actually back. searched disc golf coverage earlier this morning to see how long it would take me to scroll to something with less than 59,000 views, and it took me a little bit. Yeah, it's probably like the second page or third page. It was, it was the first thing. It was like a something from the Music City Open, okay, like 43,000. Well, that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, wait, there's so many tournaments out there, that, and like the Pro Tour finale was an exciting tournament. That thing, I actually, let's look at the Pro Tour finale on Jomez. Let's just look at that. It's probably like combined a million views. Jem has had it, right? Did they? Pretty sure. You capping? Yeah, Pro Tour finale. Uh, so the final round had a combined 500,000. So 250,000 viewers. Yeah. Because like it's front nine, back nine. Most of the people are the same. So 250,000. So about basically it got what last year's ESPN coverage got. There you go. Boom that simple so it's just that simple but that's what i'm saying is like if you put that quality production on the pro tours youtube it's probably getting close to 200 some thousand yeah views. youtube is just kind of where disc golf lives right now yeah all right let's hop into the fan favorite segment trevor's trivia and right. uh silas is gonna pop in on this test yeah. his knowledge oh, of whatever this topic is yeah i think uh i think silas you know when we first brought Silas on, obviously he was pretty new to disc golf, but these days with all the inventory he does, he's pretty knowledgeable about molds. So I think he will have a maybe a chance to to hop in this. So Silas is going to be your helpline during this. Oh, this Silas is going to be my helpline. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be. Cool. So I'm not going head to head against Silas. He's gonna, no, he's going to be your phone a friend. Um, the I'm actually I kind of just had this idea and I don't know how it's going to go. Love I don't know how well you're going to do or do or not. Um, but you basically are going to go from A to Z and you're going to see how far you can get naming molds of discs. Heck yeah. So once I name one on that letter, I'm just going to Silas, Silas, you can, you can help him if he looks like he's struggling. All right, here we All go. Right. A, AVR, B, Beast, C, 
cheetah d um dragon e envy f firebird g um gladiator c d e f g h h1 oh i should have said no prodigy <laughs> world, but h i invictus J. I breeze through this. J. Justice. Look at this guy. Hey, I haven't See? found a friend yet. Okay? There we go. I was about to say judge, but there justice works too. A, B, C, D, H, H, I, J, K. K. There's got to be an easy one with a K that I'm just overlooked. Crate. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Katana, but. J, J, K. L is for the way you look. In... There's clearly lion. an L. There you go. Lion. There you go. Thank Zaz, you. Zaz, yeah, I okay, knew Zaz L- would know about the lion. <laughs> M, MD3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> L-M-N is the nuke. And O is Orion LS. The Millennium. LS mold. Oh, it has to be the has LS mold. has to be mold. the LS mold. I uh, have one of those. Oh. Awesome. P, P model S. Dang it. <laughs> Q, got you with those. The Qsar. The Qsar. It's called the Quasar. Quasar. Doesn't but, matter. And, I mean, you could have done the, the Q. QJLS or whatever. Millennium is my savior. Yeah, uh, Millennium just Q, got all the weird names. QR. Uh, R Pro Dart. That's plastic. Yeah, that count. what? <laughs> oh, that's a plastic. That can't Raptor. count. Raptor. Thank you. I mean, I, I'm just like not even thinking of Discraft right now. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny seeing where your bias has gone to Innova and then Millennium. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're saying all these weird molds. Yeah. I don't even know. S, uh, the Scepter. What? What even is that? It's definitely a disc. It's got to be. I think you lose if that's not a disc. <laughs> <laughs> infinite Disc Scepter. It's an Uh-oh. infinite disc? I don't know. It came, it came to my head. The wow. That's so fun. The shrine. <laughs> like many the scourge. Like the scepter. That is, this is just a curious study of your yeah. brain at this point. <laughs> uh, the next one's a T. Um, the T Rex. Nice. Uh, T U. This has to be your bag for next uh, year. You. <laughs> you. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, that's. Come on. Easy. Silas. Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. Yeah. Holy cow. Discraft doesn't exist in my brain right yeah, now he's, at all. He's like, uh, the, the Vulcan. The, <laughs> like, T-U-V, Vulcan. No, um, I, would, I was going to go Vulture. I was thinking Vulture the whole time. He was thinking it the whole time. Because that was like my... That was the, what I thought. The entire time. Well, yeah. anytime I was like, all right, Discraft would be like Vulture. 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 It's nothing. Okay, so T-U-V, W, the Wahoo. There you go. <laughs> W-X. Excalibur. Oh. No, does that start with X? Dang it. X? No, yeah. it's definitely an X. It is X. It's not just, yeah, it I was hoping X. you wouldn't. Is that the only X mold? I, I mean, you can probably. I mean, the scepter. Does the extreme start with an X? Oh yeah, it does. It does. Man, Let's Silas go. is goaded at this game. I should have just had y'all race or something because Silas would kick <laughs> your butt. X Y. Mm. Y is another tough one. I can think of Yikun, but that's yeah, I know. I don't know if the, there's got to be a Y. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't plan this at all. So like, there might just be one that doesn't exist. No, but there's surely, a Y. There's a Y. If there's a Y, there's a way. There's a Y. There's a way. There's got to be something weird. Styles is very stumped right now. I'm, I, I'm pretty stumped. There's got to be a Y. There's no way there's not a disc with a Y. There's probably like some obvious one that we're missing. 
just trying to think of words with Y. All I can think of is Yahoo. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Uh, Trevor, do you have one in mind? Mm-mm. Let me see if I can find one. For Z, I'm going Zephyr, so I just have to get Y. Dang, there's got to be a Y. There's no way there's not. Let me see if I can't get the uh, approved disc here, the approved discs list on the PDGA, which I can. Now I'm thinking, I've just never seen a Y. I'm about to find out because I have the list pulled up here. And I can get alphabetical order, so. For some reason, I feel like there's a disc called the U. Y-U. Oh, my goodness. So is there it? is one, two, three discs. Is one called the Y-U? No. Are they from re- relevant brands? Two of them are from Yikun discs, and one of them is from Daredevil discs. Daredevil disc? But oh, I'll give oh you isn't it like a weird animal? It's like Yikun <laughs> something? I'll give you a hint. The Daredevil one, this name that starts with Y is also the nickname of a player. Not really a relevant player anymore, but... Yeti. There it is. They have a Yeti? The Yeti. Wow. Daredevil discs. Okay. Well, I would have never there, got that. I can't believe it. What are the other two? Let's go. We got They're that. like Chinese names because it's from Yukon. What is One's not the U, the Y-U? No. One of them's like Y-A-O, yeah. Yao, and then the Yan. Oh, Y-A-N. Hadn't heard of Man. that. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So I kind of got it. Got them all. I didn't, get, I didn't get the Y. I had to have too much help on the Y. I mean, that was getting really difficult. There's only three discs yeah. in existence. I mean, to be fair, I probably yeah, would have said... Silas, I, you should start a whole new, a whole line where it's all starts with the Y. I probably would have said Yeti Pro I'll AVR, which wouldn't have worked, but I would have like got it. Yeah, technically, the first thing out of your mouth would have been, been like, Yeti. What if I would have been just like, uh, what, it's Yeti, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, you got it. I'd be like, you yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Um, I should just make a disc called the Yes. Yes. She's like, what are you throwing, man? Yes. yes. Or the Yeet. I'm just Yeet my Yeet. The yeet. That's a great disc. That would be, an, that'd be amazing. I would throw so many yeets. Yeet all over the place. This is my money disc. I've got I've got six yeets in my bag. All right, let's hop into a little disc golf story time. It's been a little bit. I think it's been a few weeks since I brought well, this up. Well, that last one was pretty legendary. It was. This one's not quite as legendary, no, but... Well, the way I really set it up. This one's tragic. Everybody's, oh, okay. This one actually is well, kind of... This one kind of is bad. Um... Well, not like bad, bad, but like, yeah, I would never want to be in this situation. Okay, well, so. that's good, though. I'm, I'm down for a good tragedy. All right. So, you says, gotta have different genres here. Um, oh, shoot. I, I copied this at 5 a.m., so I didn't copy the person's name. Come on, man. Crap. What are you doing at 5 a.m.? Hold up. I got up. I got dude. up. Oh, here it is. Garrett. This is from G Stallion 16. I had to play in the podcast. I forgot to play in it last night. Not a boy. G Stallion 16. This is a story from him. He said, So, I have a story from you guys that happened to me for this past year. A few friends and I decided to go play at Ledgestone for the first time in MA2. So I got there on Wednesday before it really started so I could practice a few of the courses for the tournament so I wouldn't go in blind. Then Thursday, I left the, hel- the hotel to go get to the players pack. After waiting a few hours for that, I went and practiced Eureka Permanent and I saw glimpses of Big Germ, Drew Gibson, but that was about it for the pros because in the middle of practicing the course, I was walking up to my drive, which was like five feet off the fairway. Unbeknownst to me, there was a T-fence post. Someone had cut down leaving two inches sticking out that went right through my shoe and into the middle of my foot. It felt like I was stepping on a stump. I started limping around and waiting for the pain to go away because I didn't realize I just got stabbed. I felt it go through my shoe, but it didn't feel like it went into my foot. 
So a few seconds later, I decided, you know what? I'm going to take my shoe off. Yeah, how about that? And when I did, I saw blood pouring out of my shoe. Oh. I low-key panicked and sat down immediately on my bag. In parentheses, put bag as a ridge roller so the seat's built in. And applied wow. pressure to my... Yeah, I don't... Random detail. Uh, applied pressure to my foot and called 911. Good, good, good I, decision. I took a towel out of my bag to wrap my foot good and waited decision. for the ambulance. Other people around didn't have any medical supplies and weren't going to have someone carry me to my car because it was over a mile away. The ambulance took me to the hospital and I got a tetanus shot and two stitches. I couldn't walk, so I spent the rest of my Ledgestone weekend in my hotel room, not being able to enjoy or see any of the pros, still paying on the hospital bills to this date. Oh my gosh. That I wonder how I wonder how deep it the cut was. I, I don't know. I just watched Home Alone the other day where the guy steps Marv steps on the nail and that's all I can think about. My foot hurts right now. Yeah, that's thinking. Dang, man. Morally, that must I think be the worst sharp. The worst part of the story, in my opinion, is like you, missed you get all the way to Ledgestone and yeah. you just have to sit in your hotel room. That, that was, that's a major bummer. That's kind of one of those, like, really, this really happened to me, like, the one place I had to step. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I hope they removed that fence post. Most surely they did. So, like, maybe you were actually the unsung hero of that event because now nobody else got hurt on it. Somebody had to be the, the, the fall person. Hey, at least he had a towel. Yeah, yeah well, at least we called 911 and took your shoe off. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just playing through it. Man, Yeah. Yeah, I was just like limping the rest of your round, just like, hey, you know, oh, I'll, I'll look man. at it after the round. Like, my, my foot still hurts a little bit. And you're just like, that stinks, man. Yeah. I was like, I read it and I was like, that really sucks. And I almost didn't read it on air. But I was like, you know what? No, he deserves for his, his yeah, story no, to be heard. He deserves for it to be heard. All right. And with this somber attitude and you clear minds, it attached your uh, cash app so that people could have helped you out with the, the, the medical bills. Yeah, it's true. Could have sent him some Venmo. Uh, Let's jump back into disc grip locked shark tank. Disc golf shark tank. I put grip locked in the tank. title for some reason. Disc golf shark tank. Silas, you're joining as the third investor here. Yeah. So essentially, let me explain this segment to you and to everyone. Yeah, else. how does this work? So people wrote in and pitched us their ideas on okay. what they would like to see in disc golf. We're gonna read their ideas out loud, and then each of us have to give our decision on whether or not we would buy in we would buy in okay so i've decided i'm going to switch this segment up a little bit yeah well are we going to not be as try hard as no you were last I, just, I just now decided i'm switching this up okay i am going to take the embodiment of the people so you're who, gonna that's way more fun so who, you're gonna pitch i to i'm going to take the embodiment of the people who wrote in this segment that's so so fun. i'll pitch it to you so if someone just says one word you can i can to i'm going to add to it so you can grill me on whatever okay. and you, uh, you i have to so persuade fun. you on we should change it. who pitches it each week too. there we go i'll that's, be the pitcher this week that's very fun and then i'll be the batter you'll be the batter. So I'll be the other batter uh this one we're not going to read again because we're eight responses in and this is the fourth person to say a gps tracker to go to my disc why hasn't anybody done it all right here we go it's not that hard hi my name's cody hi cody, cody mckinney um and what i'm presenting to you today is a disc golf simulator name is still working on that so a disc golf simulator <laughs> so basically let me just explain to you you okay. walk in we get you lined up in a mocap suit oh right shoot to check your form okay also you can go onto the simulator and pick your disc and that tells the simulator which one it is so it knows exactly how it's supposed to fly so we'll start off with just like a basic driver mid putter so that you know we can make mm -hmm. sure we get everything figured out, it's but then slowly, it's a baseline. Slowly over time, we can add in okay. uh, different discs. Uh, you throw the disc against the screen; it'll capture the speed and the angle of the disc, and then based on that and knowing the mold, it'll show you how it's going to fly in certain conditions. There'll also be a course and options such as the tour stop courses and most popular courses in the world. Um, now, this is going to be a pretty expensive buy-in, but I think it's going to be well worth it. So here's 
here's my thing that I just want to say to everybody who's submitting ideas for this. A lot of the ideas we we get, it seems like, like the GPS idea in this one, are not new ideas. And they're also, like, the only reason this doesn't exist is because there's not enough money in this Well, part. let me explain to you why this is a new idea for me, um, as Cody. Okay. Because, um, <laughs> like, so, it's not, like, this already exists. We just don't have the money yeah, to make dude, it happen. It's not original. No, if that's you, why I'm coming to you. you. I want to hear ideas that, like, I've never even thought of. You have the money. That's why I'm here. So if you I had, if I had the money to bring this to fruition and like, but then then you just are have you to, telling me that you're not going to invest? You have no reason to invest in my company. Why, Here's why what I have to ask I you, Cody. Here, how how do I how am I going to make my money back? I'm glad you asked. That's what I was waiting for. So basically, <laughs> we're going to start with just my home course. Okay, just a new London, right down the road from me. I live in Virginia. Okay, um, new London Tech. We're going to start with just my home course on there, right? And we're going to start with three non-discreet, no-name brand disc. Mm-hmm. basket no logos so basically as soon as we have it set up then we are going to be able to start selling basically disc companies and courses basket companies they're all gonna have to pay to be a part of the game like naming rights yeah basically. but normally we pay them but since we're the first the market we can get them to buy it's kind of like disc but golf why, why would they want to buy into it Exactly. I'm glad you asked because I thought th- I, that's what I was looking up. I lay in my bed every night and think, <laughs> why is the company going to give me money? Who is using this to product? Buy in? And so that's when I came up with uh, we're going to franchise. We haven't opened yet. We're going to franchise. So <laughs> right off the bat, we're going to open in 16 different states. Oh my gosh. It was a nationwide launch. So we're going to have 16 of these things. And, you know, Charlotte's going to be our most popular one. We're going to have one in California. We're going to have one near. Massachusetts, so that Steve Dodge has to pay us to put MVP in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Oof. we're going to put one in Florida and one in Texas. And it's 15, four, thir- 13 other places. Okay. 12 other places. Yeah. Uh, and then once we have that, you know, basically, once we get a proof of concept, some steady flow of traffic of people in the store, so people, so then people we can start telling people. This thing. That's what. Yeah. Okay. People will pay like five bucks per round. I mean, I got to be honest with you, Cody. There was a uh, golf simulator place just like this just down the road from here and it went out of business yeah and that's see, a more that was, popular their, sport. their issue is they chose lynchburg notice i didn't say lynchburg's gonna have one you're right we're going populated area okay charlotte I, florida <laughs> charlotte texas all of florida <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you california i don't think the market is there for this product all right well that, fine you're out i'm out and for that reason, Silas, let me let me let me just pitch you this idea, okay? I just don't think you there's people in. that would want to use it. Shh, yep. You're already out. Well, okay. one hey, Mr. Wonderful, part. hush up. I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely uh, Mr. Cuban. Cuban. Thank you. Hush up, Mr. Wonderful. Let me talk to you, okay? Okay. Now this normally doesn't happen in Shark Tank, but I'm gonna pro- propose you a royalty deal, okay? Okay. <laughs> if you give me, a lot. They if just you don't give take me it. <laughs> one point, no, yeah. I'm proposing to him. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I'm Cody. Yeah. I as Cody, if you if you buy in with one point two million dollars yep. for ten percent stake in my company, uh, I will then give you a two dollar royalty on each person that plays. And you even do that? Royalties on people. <laughs> <laughs> well, like each time each time we sell an experience, you get a two dollar royalty. It's never gonna work. I don't think people are get doing this. Well they would, but there's not enough people that would do it there's often enough, enough to people. pay for it. It's this whole it's, There's not enough people. And for that reason, out. I'm out. Gosh darn it! Sorry, it's an amazing, it's amazingly market. cool product, but yeah, like it doesn't. It's just not the market's not there for it. Yet. All right, man, I need to get my now. I would say if you could make something like that, a similar product, maybe not as in depth, but 
like at least to where you could throw the disc and watch it fly like on the screen and you could get it affordable enough to where you could do it in home then you have something if you could get it to in like a thousand dollars or less and you could have it in home like so people could have it in their home yeah because golf simulators you can get in homes yeah, yeah, yeah so like if you could get that i went the wrong way you could for sure get enough disc golfers to pay that price yeah. but the issue is it, it costs like 10 grand yes yes that, that's what i'm saying the, the pricing is just yeah, not there get that cost down all right well i'll come back when i have that the next contestant <laughs> hi guys i'm tom i'm from michigan uh i'm just telling people where they're from no one says where they're from i'm tom okay. from michigan uh tom m uh and i want to introduce to you the funny part is like uh, this whole story i'm about to tell you like that's not on here okay but <laughs> i'm just gonna make it up so here's the thing i was playing disc golf the other day and i was with one of my friends yeah. and we were out throwing we we're trying to work on our form yeah and so what we decided to do was set up our phone behind us and beside us and just get a slow-mo shot mm -hmm. of us throwing sure. it worked okay sure but there's just some things we couldn't tell if we were doing we couldn't tell how our arm was lined up and stuff like mm. that and my friend was like i just wish we could see it from above and that's when i had the idea I... of the overthrow drone so i've already reached out to overthrow disc golf and partnered with them to have proprietary technology inside of the drone to uh be able to tell us different things There's about like the form. There's like one sentence. <laughs> be able to tell us different things about, hey, I'm Tom. Be able to tell There's us different like things. There's like one sentence and he's making all this up. No, but I've already partnered with Overthrow to be able to tell us different things about our form. <laughs> have like different series. We're going to develop an app, right? Um, but basically, it's going to be a drone that, that hovers, hovers above, above you, you and captures your form. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even a good viewing angle. No, it's the best viewing angle. And when it falls on you. <laughs> but no, it's a drone. It's not going to fall. So you basically you pull out your phone and you're able to. But what if it get, does? <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts you up. We have great liability insurance. Okay, don't worry about I'm that. I'm out. The risk is too heavy on my company. Dude, just get a giant pole and put the camera on. Or a pole. just buy a drone. <laughs> There's nothing proprietary about that. This is actually a great one. Okay. Thank goodness. All right. We need something. Give here. me something, man. Boy, Tom. All that right. Clock shirt sounds awesome right now. Hi guys, my name is Joel Sheely. I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, and um, <laughs> he likes staying up there in the yeah. I don't know why I'm the north. So let me just pitch this to you, right? In in basketball, there's already a contraption that shoots the ball back to you, right? Yes. So you can shoot it again. Okay, there's also now, several other things that is very yeah, nice. Where there's, a, in, yeah. there's also several other things where you can shoot a ball and mm -hmm. it rolls back to you. All these other things. Yes. Disc golf, one of the most frustrating things is when you're practice putting, yes. you have to walk yeah. up, get your discs. Now I'm excited. This sounds so, promising. Uh, again, this one, name, still working on it, but it's called the Disc Return Practice Basket. That's so, fine. It's self-explanatory. This practice we'll basket has a roller system where the disc falls out of the bottom of the cage, goes down the rollers back to you, so that you never have to stop collecting your disc and you can get more practice putts yes. in. This roller system is essentially a conveyor belt of sorts, so it just has like the... Yes. Wheel. It's not like a. It's, it's a, like at the shopping, like at a grocery store. Signs you see it, like a Sam's Club. Yeah, where it just has rolls. Yes. It's not. It's not. It just uses it gravity. Have a motor, so you're putting gravity. a factory inside of your house. No, no. It's so just it's just like, a. It's basically going to be as wide as the bottom of the basket, mm -hmm. and then the good thing about the conveyor rollers is essentially Use there's going to be a platform at the end, and then it's going to have an angle down, but it's going to have it where as you get farther away, it's you can pull it out. So there's multiple layers, multiple tiers. So you can pull it and start anywhere from 10 feet all the way out to 35 feet. And then okay. you just putt. It rolls it straight back to you. 
You putt, you make the putt, it rolls back to you. Now I know what you're thinking. What about a missed putt? There's two two lines of thought here, right? You miss the putt, your punishment is you have to go get it. That's fair. Or I mean, that's really how it is with these. We things. sell an additional attachment that is a net that goes behind the basket, attaches into the cage of the basket. So if you miss within reason, you can't go twenty five yeah. feet right or left. But if you miss within a four foot spread, hits the net, falls into the cage, rolls back to you. So you never have to move and you can practice all the putts you want with only one or two putters. Here's the thing. I think that a disc return of some sort is possible. I think it's possible. I I do think it requires a basket that is modified. So like that makes it that makes it tricky because that adds a lot to the expense. It'd be great if you had a product that like you could just attach to your basket, but that's just not reality. Like it, it's going to have to be a modified basket. But I do think there's got to be a way for putts to hit in something, funnel down, get to a roll, like straight up and down, and like roll. Even if there's like a tra- little track, think about like a Matchbox Cars track, but a little bit higher to where it just kind of rolls back on that track to you. I think something like that can exist. I really think it would be. I have hard. it. What? I'm Joel Sheely. That's why I'm pitching you. Well, we'll, well I'll have to get pictures of your <laughs> no, prototype. No, so then. here is how I've come up with this um, model, right? Okay. Because we don't have, you don't have to sell a whole basket. No. So all this is is just the cage. And we have universal adapters mm. to go on your pole and your chain that you already have. So if you yes. want to put on a marksman basket, it works. You want to put on your MVP black hole, it works. Your chain yeah. star light, you just screw the base and this into the cage. And so this just is the contraption that goes around the middle. And you can practice putt on whatever basket you're normally comfortable with so that you can adjust based My on the My other thought was, for this basket, you might need to have it uh, some kind of... The catching system might have to be a little different because if you have typical chains, they're going to get caught inside the chains and not fall down sometimes. So you'd almost need to like have the net around the chains like the old Innova travel baskets did so every time it's guaranteed to fall down that's a great point but this, I, is, I, this is the type of value you could bring i'll get my I'm, development i literally so. i literally think this product can and will exist in disc golf and will be incredibly popular and i don't think it's that hard either i think you literally just it's a question of can you get the disc to every single time funnel into the right angle because if you get it to funnel every time into a standing up angle then all you need is just gravity to take it down the track back to you like that's yeah. not that difficult so I would. I'm 100. I'm 100 in on this one. Silas, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking say, Trevor's deal. I didn't even say what my what? deal was. I want 80 percent of the company. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> no, I I think you have to have the right designer, the right engineering for this to actually work. Because it could either work or it could flop. I, yeah, I just I, I I'm surprised this doesn't already exist. But then again, I don't think there's a lot of innovation in disc golf like practice aids yet. Like they haven't. Um, there hasn't been a ton of thought and energy put into it. Everybody, everybody just does like discs and and disc accessories, but like practice aids haven't quite got been a huge market yet. I think a lot of people are going to want that though. A ton of people would buy that. So for that so, reason, I'm in. Okay, so let me just see who takes the deal. Okay. I want, I want eighty five grand for ten percent of the company. Well, how much money do I have? Yeah, what's our net worth? <laughs> Y'all are I'm, If I'm Mark Cuban, you're Mark Cuban, and ten percent. Okay, well, this is now this is just getting difficult. Who would be, wait, who would be the sharks of disc golf? That's the question. Jeremy Rusco, Dave Dunapace, Dunapace, whoever owns Discraft. Uh, uh, what's a uh, uh, David Greenwell? <laughs> Who's the guy who just started EV Seven? Phil, Phil Arthur, Phil Arthur. There you go. That's There's a disc golf so shark. funny. No, Todd Rainwater. Todd Rainwater. Just, he's the ultimate be. shark. He's the ultimate shark. He's the he is Mark Cuban. Yeah, because he's worth it. He's he's already a billionaire. 
if I in true uh in in true what did I, what would they say in Shark Tank? You'd be like, listen, man, I'm gonna need thirty percent, but here's the thing: I'm gonna get you into retail. I'm gonna get you on a QVC. I'm gonna. Hey, I have a like, look. Trevor's like, I'm gonna, I, I need thirty percent, but look, I'll get you on foundation. Yeah, like, I'll be in the video, man. I, man, look, I have connections, and uh, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need twenty percent. Realistically, if this was actually Shark Tank, if I saw a working prototype right now, I would, I'd be in hundred percent, hundred percent. Because obviously, if you don't have a working prototype, then it's like, well, we don't even know if it's possible. Yeah. But if you were like, if you were in Shark you Tank and this guy had a working prototype that was like, and he his cost wasn't super high. Because I would say people would pay $100 for this. Yeah, I think oh, it, yeah. you'd have to be Easily. 100 or less. Yeah, I think people would pay $100 yeah. for this, and I think it could be done. And it, Well, now, if it comes with a basket, I think you could get to like 150 to 200 Yeah, range. but I don't think... Oh, yeah, I yeah. liked your idea of like having it just twist in and like... Yeah, I don't know how tube. realistic that is. Very realistic. I don't know, because not all Baskets of them are, are pretty. They're a lot pretty of them are standard. Close. A lot of them are close. If you just make it fit the most popular baskets, that'd be good enough. Yeah. You could like have a different model of like yeah. thread for each basket different I, or just yeah. like you have like a double threaded like thing that you can screw in like if you, no, that's if what, you my idea make. was like you start it like this wide yeah and then you have like like a really wide thing and then you have like threaded uh Adapter. adjusters inside okay that you can screw in yeah make it flush and then screw it onto the, the disc returner somebody somebody needs to figure this out someone, someone will someone priority has i'm sure somebody will figure it out all right now this one this one's rough but i'm gonna I'm sell it i'm gonna pitch it you're not going to sell it. I'm going to pitch this. All right. Okay. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. I'm Jeff from Texas. <laughs> okay. Now, here in Texas, we love ourselves from Glow Golf. All right. Good for y'all. Year round, temperature's great. At the right place. So, when I'm the sure winter when it. winter happens, you've played Texas golf. You know what our parks are like. Yeah. When winter happens, Glow Golf is a great time. Heck yeah. I can see that. The most annoying part of Glow Golf is getting the baskets set up. Yes. So, what I've invented is a fully glow disc golf basket. It's solar powered. So, basically, it's weatherproof, all that. So, during the day, no problem. Normal basket, change, change, change. The whole time, though, it's charging. As soon as five o'clock hits, the sun goes down in the summer or in the winter, I mean. As soon as the sun goes down, solar power is not getting charged anymore. The light comes on on the basket, and the glow material around the cage and the chains are UV. So basically, as soon as that light hits, the UV light hits, mm. it lights it up. So it doesn't actually have to be glowed where it can wear off. It's just that the, the light itself is UV, hits the chains, the baskets all glow, so you don't have to go out and set up. All you have to do is show up to the park, and glow let is me, always ready. Let me tell you why this is not going to succeed. The idea... Poop on my parade. The idea, in theory, I'm sure it could work, but it would be, like, so it would be more expensive. So that's already going to be tougher to convince a park... So this is like you go to a local park like to put this in. This, this is this is like imagine you're going to a local park to, to pitch a disc golf course and you're like, all you have to do is buy the baskets, but they're gonna be more expensive and they're more expensive because they're gonna encourage people to come after hours at the park when it's dark outside. So you would think that would be a bad thing. <laughs> That's a very but bad thing. Fifty seven percent of crime in local parks <laughs> happens between the hours of six PM and four AM. Mm-hmm. Which is the exact time that we would be out there playing disc defending golf, defending the community. Yes. So this is a great way for parks to turn their parks around. Ah, okay. It's a good thing for the community. It's a it's good. good thing. It's a good thing. And yeah. I'm out. Silas, it would be really cool. If you had thing, it like on a private property. If there were more private guess, courses established, also if glow golf was more than just like a very niche thing, like it's just like I, it's not like it's. 
not ever really going to be a big just, part of the sport. It's I, just kind of like a fun thing you do sometimes. So like, I'm going in with this. Heck one. Yeah. What the heck? Hush no. up! Come Here's on, Silas. I I think private courses are going to become more popular. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think people love people when even tell you yet they cost six hundred to make. So your margins are gonna be no, crazy. no, no. We're we're making this well, for one fifty. On we can sell. We're making this for one fifty. We're gonna sell it. It for depends on how much they cost, but I will say I'm gonna go with it because I think the uh, landowners, yeah, and the course designers will see the benefits absolutely in, in their. Uh, golf course yeah perfect all right okay got so it. well you're going one thing up. one thing i know is that property owners love strangers being on their stuff at night that's what yeah, one thing i know course it's a course man i love it i love being asleep at house. midnight and just hearing chains outside it doesn't mean it's their house <laughs> no they got like, a side like what if maple hill oh shoot this it. one has a, an image no oh well that doesn't help me okay all right my name's Andrew. How many more? How many of these we this got? This is the last one. This is okay. It. I decided I don't really know how many I've done, but this is it. This is the last one. Okay. You've done like four. Okay. Well, it, it's a longer segment when I'm when I'm pitching versus just reading them. All right. My name is Andrew. I'm based out of Maryland, and um, what I want to propose to you is a new type of disc retriever. Mm. So most of the disc retrievers that we've seen on the market today, kind of extendable poles or like on a rope, and you throw them out. They have to go past the disc, mm -hmm. pull it back over the disc. And then it basically just kind of scoops it up like yes. that. Very functional, but certain situations, very hard to use. And they can also mm -hmm. be very frustrating because there's times where the disc can fall out if it rotates or yeah. all kinds of things can happen. So what I want to propose to you is a new form of disc retriever that essentially is the same type of pole, but on the end i know exactly what it is from that picture it's a suction cup yeah no so this no. is let me explain to you why it's way better i'm out no let's y'all both out <laughs> imagine hey it, it's a, gonna be a nightmare to try to get that to work underwater it's gonna get the suction cup is gonna wear out so fast and then imagine like Imagine you get to a disc and then you have to try to get a suction cup to stick to it. Yeah, how's that work? You like press it the right like to get it to stick. It, no. it gets stuck in a tree and you. If you can get it with a suction cup, then you can get it with a little like clamp a claw or like a grabber. Like, yeah, why not? Time. Why not do one of those trash grabbers? Yeah, that uh, already exists. Yeah, that exists. Oh, say that if you can get it with a suction cup, you can get it with that. Yeah, so that's a dumb product. Yeah, no. Well, thank you for your time. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> it's the most ruthless Shark Tank ever. I turned some of these prompts. The, the This is all the, the glow disc golf just said, a fully glow basket, chains and all, maybe have a light installed. Well, it's way it's way funnier when we have to pitch them. I think we have to make, the only one that was have like, to make Connor pitch them. The only one that was pretty time. legit was the uh, disc return. That was pretty well thought the out. The disc return we The drone just said, a drone that hovers above you and captures your form. Nice. And I was like, I was trying to come up with a name for it. I was like, oh, Overthrow is a good name. And I was like, we're just partnered with the YouTube channel. <laughs> well, Unbelievable. Uh, I need to pull up the college disc golf. I believe we had two tournaments. In the meantime, go on. So, was, what do we got? What, what is Foundation have going on Black Friday? It's coming up. Wow, Black. We got a lot going on. Tell us about it. Well, first of all, we got this lovely apparel here. Hunter's rocking Hunter's it. Rocking it. I'm the only one that I'm, I'm a fake uh, snake yeah, today. Sorry. Well, no, oh, no, has no, the no. beanie. Dark Horse beanie. Yeah. They're there, dropping there as go. well. Uh, performance drive fit shirt. Hunter also has on. Hunter one really line. One today. line on the back. 
Somebody actually like does their job. <laughs> yeah, I've been wearing it so much that I had to wash it. <laughs> had to be done. Um, and then we have mystery boxes. Mm. We have two mystery boxes. What are the prices on those, Silas? Uh, one is thirty. Nah, we actually haven't said. It, so <laughs> I was just curious. I think thirty and fifty. Thirty and fifty. Yeah. yeah. The, the, okay. Yeah. Thirty and fifty dollars. The, the thirty dollar one, you get four discs. No, that's a no. shirt. That's a shirt. Yeah, that one's one. the, oh, shirt, that's the one. shirt one. You get a shirt and three discs. Something like that. Some that doesn't sound right. Shirt and two discs, maybe. Okay. Thirty dollar one. You really? Yeah. Like, you're really not selling them well, Silas. Yeah, Come on, bring Hicks it back Silas. in. Bring it back in. Okay, okay. What's in the box? What's in the box? $50 one, you get... That one's four discs. Four discs, but one is a special edition. Yes. Yes. So you don't know what you're going to get. It's going to be special. It's like, there, it's going to be... There's going to be what? like some. There's some OG Get Freakies going to be in these boxes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some OG Bro, Get Freakies. Brody's putting like there's a, some, a lot. There's some very rare... There's some misprints from... Uh, from our runs from out this year. There's a lot There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, so the $30 box is going to include either a t-shirt or an accessory item, and then in addition to that, two discs. And then the disc box, I believe all of them are going to include a sticker, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, yep. Sticker, and then two premium discs, one baseline disc, and a uh, limited edition disc of some sorts, um, whether that be just a straight one from our run, one of the cool misprints ones, uh, OG Get Freakies will be snuck in there, Something that's limited edition that uh, you shouldn't be able to get your hands on anymore unless you buy it on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so those are the mystery boxes. And then we're also going to have 15% off site-wide. Uh, well, disc-wide on the site. Uh, that's awesome. That's also going to be happening. That's a really good deal. Not going to lie. I mean, Things I think are, so. I'm proud yeah. of moving. And are also important to mention that all of this kicks off Thursday. Tomorrow. Because we are hip and with the Black Friday tomorrow trend. Let's go. So yeah, it'll be it'll be Thanksgiving night, eight PM. I couldn't find the college disc golf tournament I was looking for. I couldn't find it. Never happened. So never happened. There you go. If you want to shop tomorrow night, no discount code needed or anything, just head to our site, eight PM. All the mystery boxes, the apparel, all that'll be dropping. And we will also have the fifteen percent off site wide already launched. And we'll also have some uh, Brody Smith signed versions of the Rocket Roach. That's right. That's right. I knew uh, forgot about else. that too. Brody Smith signed Rocket Roaches. Perfect gift for you to pick up for you, your friends, your family, the disc golf lover in your life. Uh, you can head over to foundationdiscs.com and shop it all. Now it's time to get those Christmas gifts. Yeah. Now's the time. Now's the time. It's game time. Game face on. Here we go. Tomorrow night. It'll arrive before Christmas. It better. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we, USPS messes something yeah, up. Yeah, we can guarantee that much. <laughs> we can guarantee that. I mean, I can't guarantee anything with USPS, but 99.9% of you will get it before Christmas. That's right. Yeah. If, if your package gets lost, I'm sorry. That's no, just, I will drive it to you. Trevor will drive it Trevor wherever will you are. fly to Sweden and hand deliver your package. Yeah. International. Boom. Yes. That's a Trevor Staub guarantee. Yes. I said it here. We'll talk to you next week.